Hi, it's me, Dr. Jen, here for Six Minutes of Science, and today's subject is about the realization of what is the safest strategy to reduce three different factors, the spread of the virus, the hospitalizations due to the virus, and the last one, deaths as a result of the virus. So we're gonna explore what we've already learned on this subject, and we're gonna provoke conversation that hopefully stimulates you to wanna comment and share and post this in all the groups that you're a part of. So let's start with how are we doing at the safety strategy of reducing the spread of the virus? And we know that viruses spread, viruses mutate. It is not something that we don't expect to see happen. We expect to see variants and we do see variants. And we've seen a dramatic decline in terms of the number of new cases and that's significant for us to look at. Now, the CDC would say that that significant decline in the cases is a, as a result of vaccination. And they would say that our, our strategy has been successful even though we recognize that the clinical studies of those vaccines initially said that they were 95% effective at reducing infections. And as time has gone on, they've revised those numbers to be under 50% and fluctuating to about 53% effective at reducing the spread of the infection. So the next point in that area is all the studies about the people that have been naturally exposed and infected with the virus and the immunity that they've gained. And we've talked about it on many different occasions about how much stronger their immune systems are and how much longer durable antibodies and T-cell immunity people that have had a natural exposure have compared to the people that have been vaccinated. So what's the safest strategy in terms of reducing the spread? The safest strategy is relying on our body to be infected positively and then building up those natural antibodies and the T-cell immunity that could protect people for their entire lifetime. Second category we're talking about is how have we done in terms of the safety measures of reducing hospitalizations? Let's point to Dr. McCullough's paper that says that there can be an 85% expected reduction in hospitalizations if we focused on early detection and prevention of people ever getting to the point of requiring hospitalizations with SARS-CoV-2 virus. That's really significant. CDC would say that the, the vaccinations are 90 to 95% effective at reducing hospitalizations. And if we can recognize that over 85% of the people hospitalized, according to Dr. McCullough's study, um, didn't ever need to be hospitalized, then was the safety measure the vaccine or the safety measure was helping people to not require hospitalizations? And remember, if we can keep people's oxygen saturation at 94 plus percent, then we have a higher likelihood of that person not requiring that intervention and being hospitalized. And the third factor was, how are we doing in terms of the safety measure of reducing deaths? And we have seen no difference in terms of reduction in deaths from vaccinated people versus unvaccinated people. 
So what does that say? That says that there's no additional benefit gained for in reducing deaths as a result of vaccination. And we have to recognize when we're talking about safety, it's not just what the vaccines are providing that potentially is a positive benefit, but we have to weigh that with the risks of what we've seen. We've seen over 1.2 million adverse events from vaccination with the SARS-CoV, with the COVID vaccines over these, you know, times since December, 2021. We've seen over 27,000 deaths which is almost three times the rate of deaths from 32 years of all the other vaccines put together. And we've seen over 51,000 people permanently disabled after being vaccinated with the SARS-CoV-2, with the COVID vaccines. Um, and that is a significant number. That's over two times all the other vaccines put together. Now, one more thing I wanna point out is a very interesting CDC just released this that over 75% of children and adolescents have evidence of serological positivity of antibodies showing that they've already been naturally infected over 75% of our children and over one third of those people were naturally infected since December, 2021. And we recognize that the antibody protection decreases in the elderly and immunocompromised and whether it's from vaccine or whether it's from natural exposure. That's an interesting factor. So we're here to explore safety measures. We're here to explore the differences. We're here to point you to research, to dig into it yourself, to comment on this, to share this, to join us in Experience TLC. But remember, our mission is to compassionately connect and build bridges so that we can live beyond the pandemic together. And this conversation about the safety measures and which safety measures are really successful is really an important one. So please share it, please comment, and please continue to join us. Bye for now.